The Lurie Cancer Centre's star program, Survivors Taking Action and Responsibility, it shows innovation in long-term cancer care, addressing the psychological needs of cancer survivors. Now, my special guest is Dr. Timothy Pierman, psychologist at Lurie Cancer Centre at Northwestern Medicine, and we're finding out about how they are addressing the psychological needs of cancer survivors. Welcome, Doctor. Thank you for having me. Well, for childhood cancer survivors, learning to protect their health and embrace survivorship, I mean, it's a lifelong job. 20 years ago, the STAR program, uh, Survivors Taking Action and Responsibility, uh, a clinical research and education program for adult survivors of childhood cancer at the Laurie Centre, was one of the first in the nation. And uh, to take this innovative approach to long-term care, and I guess this serves as a model for other institutions seeking to meet the needs of the growing population. Now, if you would be so kind, Dr. Pierman, share with us the importance of these programs and the strides being made in long-term cancer care. Certainly, I'd be happy to. So um, for many, many years, the assumption was just made that once people were through their active cancer treatment, that they would just sort of proceed as you know, kind of business as normal and into their, their normal day-to-day activities, their normal functioning at work and in other with their families and, and things like that. And it, it slowly became very apparent that a lot of cancer survivors weren't just proceeding back into life as normal, that they were really struggling with a number of physical issues, psychological issues, financial issues, and really needed to be monitored um, a little bit more closely over time. And so programs like the STAR program, um, a number of different cancer survivorship programs at various centers across the country and the world have sprung up to, to meet those needs and to really provide cancer survivors with a little bit extra care that they need when they're kind of reintegrating into the world following cancer treatment. Well, how can uh, childhood cancer survivors protect their health? Yes, that's a great question. So a number of ways. I think a lot of this has to do with psychological health. Um, you know, survivors of childhood cancers may look completely normal to the rest of the world. You know, they look the same as any other child or young adult but they oftentimes struggle with a number of different issues. They can struggle with some psychological problems like anxiety, fear of recurrence, depression. Um, they may have some social drawbacks um, because it's a, it's a really difficult thing and can feel very isolating to a child when they don't have a lot of peers or friends that have gone through the same experience. And then in addition to that, there are a lot of what we call late effects of cancer treatment that may not show up immediately after cancer treatment, but may show up years later. So things like um, cardiac problems, bone loss, osteoporosis, things that you wouldn't necessarily expect in a young adult, but really need to be surveilled over time. Well, you know, uh, it just seems never ending. What are some of the challenges that uh, cancer patients have to endure after the treatment ends. Yeah, there, and there are a host of them, but, but I also don't want to, I don't want to downplay the fact that if you go back to the mid-70s when, you know, the National Cancer Act was signed into law, there were only a few million cancer survivors in the United States. That number now is almost 17 million cancer survivors. Wow. So there have been huge strides over the past 30 years um, in terms of cancer treatment 
and long-term survivorship. So even though there are a lot of medical issues like fatigue, chronic pain, depression, those kinds of things, it's also really a time to celebrate the, the wonderful strides that have been made in this area. Um, and actually, it's coming right up on, on Sunday, June 6th, is National Cancer Survivor Day. Um, and it's really a celebration um, of the, the, the huge strides that have been made in cancer survivorship over the past 20 years or so. Well, apparently so. But how has the uh, Cancer Survivorship Institute at the uh, Lurie Cancer Center improved patient reported outcomes? How have you gone about that? Great question. Yeah, so we implemented a system um, where patients receive before all of their oncology appointments, they get um, an electronic screener that looks at levels of depression, anxiety, fatigue, pain, and changes in overall physical functioning. And then those messages are pushed directly to the treatment providers prior to their appointment so that we can then focus on those issues in clinic. Um, and we realized that it was really important to do this because there's a lot of research out there that basically has told us that we as treatment providers do not do a very good job of asking about some of these patient needs. And patients really don't report these needs enough because they really want their treatment providers to have a laser focus on their cancer. And so we've heard people say things like, you know, I can, I can handle the fatigue on my own. I can handle my depression. I just want my doctors and nurses to focus on curing my cancer. And so it was really important for us to go directly to the patient and say, we want to know about these concerns and we want you to provide them to us so that we can help you deal with them. Well, Mark Bishop Show here. You're listening to Dr. Timothy Pierman. At the Cancer Survivor Institute, uh, Northwestern doctors work closely with more than, what, 35 faculty members? Uh, and you study environmental, uh, biobehavioral, psychosocial, uh, and genetic factors in cancer survivorship. Research is done there on the psychosocial and physical effects on cancer survivors and their families and community and behavioral interventions to improve reported outcomes. Is there anything that's standing out to you, Dr. Pierman, that has changed over the last couple of years? Yes. I think the focus on cancer survivorship is a real shift. So prior to, you know, even five years ago, there were very few programs that really focused on the needs of cancer survivors. So patients were basically discharged from their cancer treatment back into the community, back to seeing their, their primary care doctors, and, and really their medical care was then just taken over by their internal medicine providers, and they were really discharged from the whole oncology system. And we've realized that that's not the best approach and that we really need at the end of cancer treatment to provide a cancer survivor plan to our patients that they can then have with them in their possession and take back to their medical care that they receive in their, in their community at home um, to help their doctors manage and surveil some of these issues over, over the long haul. And that's a really big change, a major shift in focus over the past five years or so. That's good. All positive by the sounds of things. So where can my listeners go for more information if they'd like to delve deep into this and read up on it? Yes, uh, if they want to look for our program, they can go to www.cancer.northwestern.edu. Patients can also, for if they want more information about the National Cancer Survivor Day, that website is ncsd.org. 
and there's there's a lot more information on all of the both of those sites. Mm-hmm. And what about the www.nm.org slash forward slash radio? Yep, that'll that'll work too. We we <laughs> have them all linked together. That's great. That's great. And you contribute a lot of information there.